Episode of the Franck and Diz Show, where passion meets the mic. Franck, it's been a long time. We we're just saying our lives are chaos, so it's tough finding time these days um, to be able to sit down and chat a little bit. But lots going on since uh, since we've last been on the show. We have the Bengals in the Super Bowl now, taking on the Rams. Um, so a lot's happened there with their with the divisional playoff games that were absolute insane, and then the conference championship games were pretty insane. So we're going to dive into that a little bit tonight. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit. Of, about the NBA action. Um, I know the Eastern Conference is pretty, is heating up um, a little bit. And But first, we got a special guest, the Apex Predator, that's going to be joining us here shortly. So, uh, Frankie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I mean, I think, I think another big news we have to mention is shout-out Tom Brady, the real GOAT. He has officially retired. And I thought it was funny because it was in his Instagram post. He didn't mention anything about New England. It was only about Tampa. And all the New England Patriot fans were just like, well, he already like thanked us when he left. And it's like, well, now he's retiring and he's not even talking about you guys. Like, I think I think in hindsight, Tom Brady probably enjoyed playing for Tampa a lot more because it wasn't under Bill Belichick where it's no fun, no personality, no emotions. It's just win, 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 which he did. But, you know, Tampa Brady was kind of cool and I'm going to miss watching him. And, he, yeah, he, he he did well. But other than that, I'm, I'm excited. Lacrosse is here and we're in the grind, you know. Day two for us. The Riverhawks are flying high right now. You know, confidence is there. Hell yeah! Anything, anything crazy happened over the last two weeks, week and a half? Um, I had, I guess, the craziest thing to happen for me would probably be not me personally. Actually, it would be more so about a Manchester United player who was going to be my biggest loser. If you don't mind me just bringing this up right now, just because it was. Like, this is, like, fresh off the head. Like, I can't believe this happened. This guy, Mason Greenwood, he's, like, 20, maybe just turned 21. Stud soccer player. He's set for life. Plays for Team England. Plays for Man U. And then out of nowhere, his girlfriend posts, like, on Instagram pictures and videos of her, like, just bruised up, clearly beaten up and all that stuff. And then audio of him talking to her. And he, like, was raping her and all that stuff. And now he's in jail. He's in jail because he is a, a bad person. And, you know, that was the craziest thing I've seen this week. He's a, he's a pretty big loser. I mean, my life's just been doing training videos and organizing stuff ready for Stewie Moe and myself to conquer the landmark conference. Other than that, you know, plain simple. What about yourself? All right. Well, uh, here in the good old Midwest Illinois, we're expecting a foot to two feet of snow tomorrow. Um, so I was just scavenging around trying to find myself a snow shovel everywhere was sold out. So I ended up having, I'm going with a garden shovel um, that I'm going to have to be able to use tomorrow better or nothing, I guess. Um, yeah. I got to find like, a, uh, I got to find like a scraper for my car. Cause I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Past- see, I got one of those. I got one of those and I lost mine. I lost mine. Friends said to use a broom and I was like, you're a blonde for a reason. That's that's probably the most shot thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, you're a blonde for that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. No, for, for me that was like I was like kind of it actually kind of like got me fired up for a second. As it like should. That's that's weird. I don't think why I, I don't understand why it would work. Dude, if I come home in the future and I see my girlfriend standing on the front porch sweeping the driveway a foot of snow on the driveway with a broom. There's gonna be there's gonna be You might problems. have to find a new girlfriend. I don't I don't I don't know, man. You you wanna produce uh, smart no, 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 no. Well you wanna produce smart like children. You wanna hold hold them back already. <laughs> no, that's why I love her. 
That's because I'm very dumb. Trust me, I'm as dumb as dumb as they get. No, you're uh, not. So, so she brings. She usually brings the brains in the relationship here, because um, I'm pretty shot. But that was that was a really that was a bizarre that was a serious hot take on her part. I mean, shout yeah. out. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I gotta find a scraper there because I'm not gonna lie. The last few days I've driven to school, I've waking up, no scraper windshields full ice i'm just head out the window just making it to work because god no i'm not i might try to go with my nails and stuff just doesn't work or anything like that so oh dude come on that's like that's like you need a scraper 101 i lost my scraper i thought i was in my car and i lost it just like Sheet. just like after the first day of practice yesterday i had my lacrosse stick i go to the office i put it in the office i lock my door i leave i come in this morning to go to work open up the door stick's just gone i have no idea where my lacrosse stick is anymore it just vanished I, I don't know what happened. Luckily, luckily I had a spare, but like the one I'm actually good with. So when I went to warm up the goalies today, just not hitting cage. I was throwing lollipop passes and then like I need to go hit the wall again with the little routine I gave the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. Jeez. Yeah. So, so you weren't hitting top cheddar during your first week. No, um, but I wasn't hitting. Dude, we, two goalies' thumbs already said they were like broken they weren't broken but they got thrown in the thumbs by kids already and i'm just like well at least i'm just hitting you in the chest and not the thumb so they're out one of them had only like a his thumbnail like pluckered up so it's just bleeding so that's happened the other one he just didn't practice it because he said and i quote i broke my thumb five times so i know it's broken trainer told him go get an x-ray and then he said i'm not getting an x-ray and it's like why are you going to a trainer then dude if you're not, if you're not going to trust what they say like come on and you only have two goalies no bro we have we have fucking oh, I five gonna... we have five dude, so those two aren't playing right one of them should be a, one of them should be like competing for the no, dude, if, he, if, he, if he's sitting out because of the thumb i don't want him and, and it's not broken uh, that yeah, that I I don't know that if it is broken or not because he's refusing to get an X-ray. But like he said, he broke that same thumb five times and it's been the same feeling when it happened. I'm just like, look, man, like I'm sorry, and I I don't know if you remember, but he was ripping on the gloves like there's no protection in the thumb, and I'm like, don't get hit in the thumb, man. Save it with your stick. What do you want me to tell you? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking sack up, bro. Yeah, tell him he's hurt, not injured. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've been telling these kids. But no, we. we we have some talent, though, you know. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good sign. Hell yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, we're gonna get the apex predator in here. Get this party rolling a little bit. Hell yeah. Um. So, I'm sure he's gonna have a lot of good stuff to say. The apex predator. I like that name for him. It's a good name. I think he's joining. Yeah, he'll join soon. I mean, oh, there he is. <laughs> this is great for the podcast when it's just yeah, like the internet's sorry, just no. all weird, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, Apex is uh, up in Buffalo. I guess they don't get a they don't get great satellite up there in Buffalo. Yeah, I guess I guess it's that McDonald's Wi-Fi. You know, it's just just not 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 able to work right now. Yeah, um, they're still they're still hurt by uh, that loss on last or two weeks ago. Dude, I guess I'm not gonna lie though. When I showed, so I didn't show up back to Susky until like this past Friday. And when I pulled up. Every person I saw was like, yo, you're back, you're back, you're back. I'm like, yeah, it's the season starts Monday. I'm all excited. Like, I thought you got fired. Like, where have you been? I'm like, you thought I got fired? <laughs> like, I was at home. Coach Mo wouldn't let me come back. And they were kind of like caught off guard with that. I actually came back for the spring. I'm like, you know my sport's in the spring. Like, it's D3. You can only do so much out of season. Hell yeah, you're you're like a celebrity on Hell that yeah, campus. Dude. Even the AD was like, you're back? Welcome back. And I was like... You do your job yet? And he just kind of smiled and all that stuff. 
Yeah, dude, they need to start hanging 41 up in the rafters. All right, what's going on here with Apex? I don't know what's going on. One, with Apex. one needs to be hung up in the uh, rafters. In hmm. the rafters. I want to hang up 23 and 41 side by side for LeBron James and Dirk Nowitzki. You know. Hey, that's a great point. That's a great, that's great, a great combo point. right there. There oh, he there is. is. Yes. He's looking predator-like. <laughs> Apex what's up, boys. What's Apex. up, Apex? <laughs> oh, dude. that's the name of my phone. I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh well, that's that's what we're calling you for tonight, the Apex Predator. <laughs> How you been, big dog? Dude, I've been good. How are you? I'm liking the little uh, Fu Manchu. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it comes fun. in huge now. It's looking great. I, I was actually kind of shocked it was this big, that it came in this big. <laughs> Hell yeah! You shaved that just for the show? No, no, I've had this. <laughs> I actually started a new job with this mustache first day on on Skype. So now you gotta keep that. Like now, now you're that guy. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe I should shave it off for the first day of work. I don't even know these people. <laughs> No, dude, I keep it a rocket. You just gotta be like, this is like how I normally am. This is like my normal. Yeah. This is me. We'll buy in. I never even mentioned it. <laughs> you just showed up with it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's the move. People. It never came up in conversation. Hell yeah, dude! I gotta ask. So, uh, what's the what's the vibe like? Been like in uh, Buffalo after last weekend that that big L. Oh man, everyone is pissed. I mean, you gotta. People I work with, everyone's got their two cents about what they would have done as, as coach out there. Typical, dude. Remember when Frog yeah. ran? Outcoached. Outcoached. Remember Out-coached. that rant? Yes. Yes, I do remember <laughs> that, right? <laughs> Outcoached, baby. It's not wrong. Uh, that, won't, that won't be happening nowadays, hey, Frog? No. Oh, I hope I hope not, dude. I mean, that that's all we can ask for. You know, hopefully we do our job. Hell right. All right, well, we're going to – so Apex, we usually have a little question of the day on the podcast. So uh, okay, your thoughts on the question of the day. So what's the what's the worst possible text you could, like, ever receive right now? Like if someone hit up your phone, what's the worst thing you could get? <laughs> the worst possible text I could receive? Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I just tested positive. Not nah, it wouldn't be hey, man. It'd be, it'd be hey, I just tested positive for HIV. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably say, not amen. Scratch that from the podcast. <laughs> Cut that out. Wait, is this like someone texting you saying that you tested positive, or they're like, is this someone you, you? Is this someone you had intercourse with? Is that why you're nervous? Yeah, yeah. Is that why you yeah. said this, man. Yeah, that's why I didn't mean it like that. Little little man on man, little man on man action. What would be the next like steps of action there? Uh, kill yourself. I'm not sure. Yeah, before it takes over. Jeez, Frankie, what about you? Dude? Ask Ask Magic Johnson. Yeah, if you have money, yeah, you'll be he's fine. Still alive. He's living well. That's because he's rich. Yeah, money's the cure. Freaking uh. Frankie, for me, it would probably be a text either from a number I know or don't know, and it just says I'm pregnant. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm not ready to. Dude, I'm Frog not ready to be bad, man. Not not financially able to take care of a kid as an assistant lacrosse I'm coach. I'm actually, I don't, I don't like your response to that. Why? Yeah, that's exactly. not like, like six years that's... ago, that'd be awful. But like right now, it wouldn't. It would still suck, but it wouldn't be like the Diz, end of the world. Diz. I'm not breaking the bank right now. I can barely afford for myself. You think I can afford for a kid also? Dude, that's why they got like social security and shit. All right. Well, 
Well, all right, let me hear your answer then. I may change my mind. You, your, no, you no, can we, make it work. People were living in tenements with children. All right, we, we, hold up. I'm telling you, we're talking about from my life, what we were in mind. Let me, let, we each have our own lives. You know, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> don't, don't yuck my yum. That's, that's, that's my yuck, you know. What, what would be your answer, Diz? Let me, let me see if I switch up my answer then. What would be mine? Yeah. Mine would probably be from Jared Knowlton, and it would say, hey, man, I'm moving in. <laughs> all right okay you might win. all right that, that's like me saying like centrella hits me up and says yo i'm coming back to the grove like i'd be like are you fucking kidding me you know i'm not happy that'd be about an that. awesome text <laughs> for you yeah, not for me like, yo, I'm moving in. <laughs> that'd be electric <laughs> i could see you guys being pretty solid roommates fun yeah you know you I, mean, JK, of course not centrella Oh, me and JK would bomb it the fuck out. I have stories to tell you that I heard from like, the coaches up here about him that are actually kind of fucking funny for off the yeah, record. Let's hear, one. let's hear one. No, no, off the record. This ain't off the record. I'm not trying to trash him on air right now. <laughs> you just say JK, dude. He's in my employee meetings nowadays, actually. Bro, all Man, I know. All I know. I a meeting last week and he, he was there. Dude, apparently, apparently this one time he went up to Lewisburg with uh, like another one of the assistant coaches and they were at the bars and they were all chilling up there. And he got shit-faced drunk, obviously, and wanted to go to another bar across the street. And the guy was like, no, dude, our friends are here. We're staying here. Like, let's chill. 30 minutes go by, whatever. One of the kid, one of the guy's friends comes in. He's like, hey. He's like, hey. He's like, your friend's getting arrested right now. He's like, what do you mean? And he goes outside. JK's in the back of a cop car because apparently he's being drunk and disorderly just sitting back there cussing at the cops the whole time while the guy's calming him the <laughs> calming the police on down it's like i'm taking him home i'm taking him. he's like yeah fuck you 12 fuck you pigs and all that stuff eventually he was screaming that i'm paraphrasing what he said but you know what that's why i'm imagining he would say because he's very wild up from what i heard from the story and then one thing led to another <laughs> eventually the cops said get him out of lewisburg and don't ever bring him back here so that's why they never went back to uh lewisburg after that sheesh i'm surprised he didn't come in the huddle and share that story with us <laughs> this was after this was after we left though. This was like last year. <laughs> that was a top practice. The one where my I, brother and I reminisce about that often. Dude, that's that's just one way to describe describe. Nobody, experience. did you see that coming? I'll tell you, I did not see that. Coming. I thought I thought it would have been reared and not him. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I, we don't. I saw it coming, the, dude. There was a bizarre car in the parking lot at Sass. I remember that. I was like, whose car is that? And then he said, yeah, yeah guys. And then the story came up. And then all, all about accountability, that's for sure. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. like, hey, uh, guys. Yeah, next thing, Apex, so we like to ask for uh, for uh, life advice from our guests and stock market advice. So you got to provide uh, your hottest life take, I should say, your hottest life take and uh, some stock market advice because I know you have some great hot life takes, I'm sure. All right, here's a good, good tidbit to follow for life. If you ever find yourself uh, apologizing in an email to somebody at work, immediately slap yourself in the face and erase that, even if you're at fault. Never do that. Pathetic. What are you saying to give them a And you look weak. No, no, never apologize. Find some way around saying you're sorry. I'm about that. Um, that you're wrong. Yes, you have to assert yourself in the hierarchy. It's called being an alpha. I like it. Yeah. Only betas apologize. It'll pay off in the long run. How, why do you? Where do you get, gather that advice from? Did you apologize to someone, or did someone like send you an apology and you were like, Yo, "Yeah, what? I've done that before." It's just pathetic. 
after a while, people are like, people start to believe your apologies that you're really at fault for these things. And it looks weak. It does look weak, but that's also one way to it's just dog like, eat dog out there, uh, Frank. It is, it is dog eat dog, but you at the same play the game. But at the same time, the way I look at it is this is like, in my mind, there's a lot of also dumb people out there who can't understand some logic. So sometimes you just say, yeah, you're right. So you don't waste your time arguing with someone who can't understand the things you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm a believer nah, of that. Dude, I, I'm kind of on the opposite, dude. You're, you're on the opposite. Like, I don't like yeah. wasting my time. I, time. Time is valuable, dude. If I'm talking to someone I know who won't understand my point, I'm just like, yeah, you're right. And I go on with my life because there's no point to argue with someone who can't comprehend fucking simple logic. All right, fair enough. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, no, nah, dude, you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually, I actually have a question to ask ask both of you guys. Did you guys see that that news about Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify and all that? Yeah, saw, I saw that. I saw some like brief thing about it. You guys have any takes on that on a uh, Neil Young and all that? You know, him trying to take a stand against Rogan and then just immediately getting Here. shut down. Frank, Frank, I'll give you a take that meshes well. Yeah. For me, yeah, I'll give you a Leonard Skinner quote from the second verse in Sweet Home Alabama. And I hope Neil Young will remember a southern man don't need him around anyhow. <laughs> That's funny. That's in Sweet Home Alabama. I did not know that. To be honest, though, like the whole second verse of that song is roasting Neil Young. That I was like- in the seventies. <laughs> Wait, why is he like protesting Joe Rogan's podcast? I don't really understand why. Uh, just more BS. Just because Joe I, Rogan's a white male who's more conservative and not liberal, <laughs> so he gets roasted uh, for his points. Typical <laughs> stuff we shouldn't get into. We're yeah. we're not gonna get into. I just I just wanted to bring that up. See if you had any thoughts. No, on that time. I agree. I mean, I have plenty of thoughts. That's why. That's why I want to ask. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that off the record. Dude, another thing I was like thinking about, like I, I was, I had to go get my uh, little booster the other, uh, like last week. Yeah. Shit fucked me up. But I want to know, like, who's actually like stabbing me with the needle? You know what I mean? Like, how are they qualified? Like, it's just like this young, like, twenty-three-year-old girl is just stabbing me in the arm with this random needle that, like, I have no idea what it is. Like, where'd you, where, where'd you get your qualified? booster from? Hey, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I like the. I got it at the school right here, actually. Oh, uh, we'll see. Outback. Outback. Yeah, that's basically. I, I went to like a grocery store and someone did it there. I was like, all right, I guess this is this isn't sketchy. Here we go. Pluck me. I, I saw people getting boosted on Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. Sheesh, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I'm sure it's like the same. It's probably the same people stabbing the needle. It's kind of, <laughs> like I want to know, like, who the hell is like qualified to like be like, all right, I'm the one taking his needle and stabbing into this random kid's arm and it's going to make him fucking deathly ill for a day. <laughs> like, who the fuck, who the fuck is doing that? Just got my 12th booster last night on Kensington Avenue. The 12th booster? So you are, <laughs> are you officially immune now or are you, or, or what? You need one more. <laughs> kind of like Than just collecting all the, uh, the vaccines. <laughs> you get sent to like a special clinic or some shit. Yes, you do. The methadone clinic. Hell yeah, dude. That would actually be a treat. Has, dude, has anyone seen the show uh, Squid Game? No, I actually didn't see that, but everyone was telling me dude, I have to watch. Crazy concept. So, Frank and I have talked about this before. So, like, 
And uh, I feel like we talked about this when uh, my man Angel Investor was on the show. So, dude, if you had to choose... Never so lost the done. Basically, like, the concept of the show is, like, people go on there and they would basically play games until, like, the last man standing. And they basically, like, it's like Hunger Games in a way. So, dude, if you... Yeah. If, if there was a reality TV show and you got to choose five people to go into the uh, arena, who, who are you picking? Is it a Squid Game-based show? Yeah, yeah. So, they're, like, fighting to the Oh, death. brother. I'm choosing only people we know from our... Uh, from Susquehanna. Oh, dude, I was thinking like I'm gonna limit to that. Anybody right. you thinking? Yeah, dude, like like dead or alive. So like I personally, I think I would send in like Jeffrey Epstein. He'd be one. <laughs> oh shit. John, John Gruden. John Gruden would be headed in there I see. for sure. For sure, John Gruden. Um, basically, the concept is the last man standing like lives, but also his reputation is like restored. Shot. Just show shot. Uh, mm. Epstein, John Gruden. I'm uh, sending in uh, Henry Ruggs and uh, Mason Greenwood, team prison right there. <laughs> People who are currently alive. Yeah, dead or alive. Dude, they can be mm. dead or alive that you would just want to see like in this reality TV show. We could call it a good cast. Dude, I don't know. I'm thinking I got to see... I got to see. Frank, you can go. I got to think so. I Like I said, I think Henry Ruggs would be good in there. Papa John would be fucking hilarious. You know, you got to. Who's Henry Ruggs again? Henry Ruggs was the Raiders wide receiver who went like 180 miles per hour and like murdered someone this past year. Uh, <laughs> then Mason Greenwood was the guy who apparently was raping his girlfriend. Um, you know, I'm going for the guys who really know how to get home back home to the people where they show they're really oh, that's, that's who you're that's who you're going for yeah you know Dude, I'm, I'm, throwing, I, I'm throwing Lindsay lohan in there too um for sure and also All right. oh, I, I know i know now i got gary vannerchuk in there okay i have um i have PFT commentators in there. <laughs> PFT. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, you who else is in there? Uh, who are those chicks who run podcasts on Barstool? Which one? Oh, they, have so, they have so many. Mean girls uh, or whatever? I don't know. They're all in there. Yeah, they're like the mean girls or some shit. I'm definitely putting Donnie in there, Donnie Trump, and uh, my man Joey, my man Joey Biden, too. They're definitely, they're definitely both heading into the ring. Can we throw in Kim Jong-un? Can we throw Kim Jong-un? Brandon, yeah. <laughs> throw him in there. Why not? Can we, can we throw Kim Jong-un in there also? You know, just grab him, see how he does. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, dude. That'd be sweet. I'm going to throw my buddy Jack to Gregorio just into the mix, too. And we would have, like, DJ Pauly D throw him in there, too. Tony, we could come up with a, we could come up with a great a great show. Like, That's this funny. Is, like, like, this should be, like, a real-life reality show. Like, people who've, like, fucked up their lives by doing dumb shit. Like, people who you know, fucked it up. They one get time I had... Yeah, one time I had, a, I had a taxi driver in Las Vegas who said we should put pedophiles in a gladiator ring with lions and bears. I'm about <laughs> it. I'm so about it. Yes, let's do it. Oh, my God. Dude, I say I say this. This is this is my hot take, honestly, because I came up with a new life hot take recently. 
so we should take illegals and they have two weeks to hunt down <laughs> and if they capture one they become legal and get they, get a, they get a green card <laughs> yeah 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 so people that right. cross the border now you're, now you're thinking weeks to, tra- to track down a pedophile that's fucking hilarious i'm about it too i like that too that's fucking. Dude, I, I think that would be a great concept. Bro, give, give, give him a camera also. It could be a reality TV show also. It's called Catch a Pedo, you know? Exactly. Or can you get yeah. your green? Like something like that, you know? Green card. Exactly. So when you when you cross the border, you get a week or two. Go out and catch a pedophile. Yeah, you're just giving like a most wanted uh, yeah. bounty. Yeah, you gotta like hook them, put them in like a noose and like drag them to the station. And then if you don't get it in time, though, you gotta go back. <laughs> just like a little Red Dead. <laughs> Exactly. Then Friday comes around, they all get put on a bus and sent back the ones. That's that's not a bad idea. I'm telling you, dude, it could be a big hit. Solve a lot of issues. A lot of issues. I'm telling you, our president needs to come in, pitch that idea, and pitch the idea of just getting rid of daylight savings time, and they win. Why win? Why get? I totally agree on daylight savings. savings. Why is that a hate? That well, I'm not saying I'm not saying I like. I'm just saying why get rid of it. Because I think it would get a lot of votes, honestly. Like, it's, it's depressing at 4 p.m. when it's dark out. Like, who came up with that? You're not wrong there, Apex. It's for farmers, I believe. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. So it's brighter in the morning when they start their their winter work. <laughs> Wait, so we all have to suffer for farmers? What is this? Well, it's like, old. It's in, like, it's in like 1800, I think. You know you know what's weird? When I, when I went to like, what, what's the opposite of daylight savings? Like normal time, I guess. Daylight, dark light, drifting. I don't know. Whatever it is, when I went to Mexico, like they didn't do that. Like they kept the same time normal and all that stuff. Really? In uh, Cabo, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like they didn't do anything. Viva la Mexico. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're doing something right down there, and I don't know why people are leaving. To be honest, maybe the game violence, but you know that may be something <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. We're catching pedos, so. Um... We're gonna have form a good, great partnership with them. I'm right now and down. That's a good one. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, all right, Apex. Before we let you go, dude. Stock market advice. Hit us. Hit us with it. I mean, I need some. Uh, I need some big. Uh, stock market advice. Okay. This is a bit unusual. This advice, but if you are currently in the stock market, just know that at any moment it could totally collapse into nothing. As this is the biggest bubble in the history of mankind in 6,000 years of trading stocks. And good luck. That's my advice. Hell yeah. That's better. He's than like me. Don't time. invest. Don't invest, dude. Keep, keep that shit. You know, you never know what's going to happen. gold and silver. Hell right. Hell what yeah. was the last advice we got, uh, Frankie, from uh, Stanton? What did he say? Uh, he NFTs said- are the future. Oh, that's right. Stan, Stan informed us that NFTs are Here, huge. I'll build on that. If you buy an NFT, just go get a 20 out of your wallet and set it on fire and then throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> that, that's equivalent. He, he kind of had an opposite approach. <laughs> hey, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not he, thinking he, that he, way. Coming up big time on it for sure. I'm a hater. No, you're a realist. You're not a hater. You're a realist. That's what you are. Not not everything new is gonna happen. I know there was a story for Denmark, so like in the fifteen hundreds, fourteen hundreds, something like that. They all thought tulips were gonna be the same price of flowers. So they put all their economy into tulips. Yes, they did. A few months later, whatever it is, the whole economy crashed because guess Famous what? Example. 
tulips aren't going to be the same tulips. price as yeah tulips the flowers are like tulips this is bubble, yeah. they're going to be the greatest thing ever tulips should be as as expensive as a house well guess what that didn't last very long so Denmark's economy crashed very very hard what did someone like torch them no they just realized tulips should only cost like 30 cents 50 cents not, <laughs> yeah eventually the price crashed and people bought tulips for an extremely high amount lost all their money yeah that's absurd dude yeah that's tulip, tulip, some, tulip mania i think it's called the tulip mania yeah i think that's what it's called too it's fa- fascinating many such you, examples fascinating when you read about it like it's absurd that people actually thought tulips would be as much as a house that's kind of wild hey frank people are buying pictures of bored apes right now for a hundred thousand dollars yeah but you know what yeah, not that, that crazy. That's the NFTs like a bored ape, and he's like glassed up, smoking like a cig or something like that. You know, I I I I like to think it's virtual real estate. I like to think the meta is not going to do anything. Also, but you know what? People want to invest in the meta and their virtual life. Be my guest, and I'll go make my real life a lot better instead of just sitting there wearing goggles. You know, I lost my virginity in the meta. <laughs> I mean, you never lost it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, uh, before you go, Apex, I have one last question to ask you. What would you give up for a Bill Super Bowl? What would I give up for a Bill Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, I'd go homeless for two months. All right, all right. All in right. Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, in the in the winter in downtown Buffalo. Right after the Dude, Super Bowl in February where all March. the bums hang out. <laughs> Dude, that I feel like you could create a little, nice little village, honestly. They probably have some nice warm villages up there. They don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, here's something I said about the Bills that I was telling Frankie about. So I think Josh Allen should like consider donating like a year long paycheck is a year long salary to the Bills for them to build a dome. No, 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 no. I'm anti-dome. The, oh, the whole dude, I would fun be of the Bills is the freezing cold. That is the Bills experience. But that would be it's the awful. freezing cold game. You're drunk as f off your ass. Smash a few tables. To death. Toes are freezing to death. It also clears out the weakling fans, so it's only the most hardcore drunk people in the crowd. All right, that's fair. That's I like fair. it. Bills yes, experience is the cold. cold. It's a great time for the players, but dude, if I'm like a fucking kicker or like a quarterback, even I'm like, fuck this. Like, this is awful, dude. Oh, definitely. Like, they're probably absolutely miserable. Well, yeah, they're uh, sober. I, I, I mean, they're cold. So, I like, mean, for the fan experience, the fan experience would be would be hampered badly by the dome. No, the only thing, the I only thing that Buffalo has like one of the shittiest stadiums of all time. Yeah, they just have to. You guys yeah, have to fix the, the one. You have to fix the seating. That's all you have to do. Instead of the metal benches. I don't. I don't think there's any problems there. I mean, no one cares. It's just the slouching. You know, I, I like I like leaning back. You know, I lean back. Yeah, lean back. Well, they fucking stand in Buffalo, Frankie. They don't sit the fuck down. I yeah, no one's no one's sitting. At the yeah, place. but if you sit, you go to like the bougie seats but, or but, the kids but, section. But in my section of five two five in the upper deck, if you stand, we heckle you until you sit down because you don't decide to stand unless it's important. If you stand the whole really? game, we're like yeah, we're like fuck you. We're trying to sit Different down. Different cultures. We're trying to enjoy that, our that's beers. That's why your team's not in the fucking playoffs. One that's, made the playoffs, one didn't. Brian, you can't sit in those metal seats in the freezing cold. So. 
that too. Taze, you always have the weirdest takes sometimes. I'm not going to lie. That's okay, not – me, me yeah, sitting down like, during a game has no issue if the Ravens make the playoffs or not. That, that is no It sounds fact. like the Baltimore fans are frauds. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I, I ain't going to lie. They'll they, say they in two, we have the trough urinals. The what? The trough-style urinals. So it's like, you know, pigs feed out of a trough. <laughs> urinals are like that. Though. This is a long line. <laughs> That's kind of oh, hilarious. Yeah. I like that. Hell, hell yeah. There's actually a good vibe. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it adds for a lot of camaraderie in the bathroom. That's yeah, where the team bonding like, yeah. is. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of interaction with other guys during there. Where you make fun oh, of geez. the uh, make fun of the away fans. Yeah, like Look somebody walks in with a Browns jersey. <laughs> a lot of screaming at them. They get blocked from pissing too, probably. Yes. Or pissed on even. You can piss on them. Mm-hmm. And great. there's a restaurant in Buffalo or a bar that has a like a a mock style of that trough like they copied the look there's pictures of tom brady all over the inside of it. <laughs> that's great that's actually hilarious i did have buffalo's number though i'm not gonna lie so, he did um, he was like 33 and 3 against him yeah he was he well that was the whole afc east i'm not gonna lie and the That's AFC, yeah. and the though, you know it was the whole NFL. He had the whole NFL's number. He, like he just dominated. Not Phillies, not Phillies. Didn't he beat you guys this year? Yeah. Twice. Yeah. He had your number. Thank you for proving my point. I'm saying, I'm saying the big game. Oh, in the big game. Yeah. So the one time you guys yeah. made it, okay. So this playoff yeah, game wasn't the big game this past year. No, it was a rebuild year. <laughs> Rebuilding here. I love how the narrative changes for you, Diz. You know, just just to favor your your view. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'll tell you all about it. Uh, but Apex, it's been real, brother. It was good to see you. Dude. Hey, it's been I real. Mean, it's good to hear from you guys. Hey, thanks for coming yeah, on, boss. The show, dude. Give us yeah. a little, good luck with the seasons, brothers. Go make you proud. You're gonna be a proud alumni. I will. I'll post it on my account. All right. See ya. See ya. Peace. Oh, yeah, well, I'm glad the Apex Predator could join us. I know we great content to spit out. Um, the stash was great. I wish our viewers could see the stash. That was I, I will say, before before we got on, he asked me if we were doing video. And I said we were only doing Zoom, but no video to show. So I think he was hoping we could record it and post it. But I'm not high-tech enough with the technology to do that yet. So next time, uh, next time, I hope, I hope he has it. But, you know, he, he is he's always fun to talk to. Um I'm glad. I'm glad we got him on the got got on the air. But yeah, he has some uh, serious life takes. Um, but Frankie, all right, dude. Time to dive into some NFL football. It's been a minute, dude. Um, so let's just dive. I mean, the divisional rounds was crazy. First off, let me ask you this, Frankie. Does the NFL need to change the playoff rules? No. Well, wait, which rule? Like the OT rules or like the playoff? Yeah, format? the OT no. rules. No. Why? I think I think Colin Cowherd brought up the greatest point about why you don't. If any, like, what do you do? Make if, a stop. What? Make a stop. Make a stop. You have two sides of the on your team. Make a stop. Besides, if you continue that game, it's tied and all that stuff. Guys get hurt left and right, and then you're going to complain. Well, we should have won after this, or we should have done this. Like, yeah, football's the most physical sport out there. People get hurt all the time. I think honestly, Buffalo also. If you want, hate on the OT rule so much, that's your problem. Like, I know it was a flip of a coin, but you also were up what, three points with 13 seconds left and you gave up 50-something yards in two plays? Like, that, that's not the OT rules. That's your defense for collapsing. I'm I'm okay with the OT rules. I, w- I would like to see 
both sides get the ball, but at the same time, with the way those offenses were playing, that game wasn't going to end because both offenses were just on fire, in my opinion. Yeah, but I guess this is this is how, like, I agree, make a stop. Like, dude, stop complaining and make a stop. Like, but I think if they were to change it, I think they could do, like, first team gets the ball, they score a touchdown. Second team gets the ball, if they score a touchdown, they have to go for two or some shit. That'd be interesting. I could get behind that type of rule. Not, instead of them just going back and forth, it's just, like, the make a stop thing, like, the Bengals made a stop in overtime the following week, and overtime, same place and same thing. Something the Bills just couldn't do, you know. No. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm saying, I'm saying to keep it, but if they were to change it, I could see like something like that happening. But again, I'm I'm in that same boat. Like, dude, stop complaining, play defense. It's like make a stop, and like you said, they had 13 seconds. I think that 13 seconds calls the Bills D coordinator Leslie Frazier not to. Uh, not to get a head coaching job because he kind of pulled the old choke job. Here's another thing that I would have done if I was the D coordinator for the Bills at that time. Ball snapped. Why not just tackle Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey to the ground? What do you mean? So the, there's 13 seconds left, right? Yeah. One team one team gets the ball on their own 25. Yeah. Um, And then you just – so the ball snapped – you just tackle Tyreek Hill to the ground, get a holding call. Oh, like right away. Okay. Yeah, defend, and but three seconds run off the clock. So you just time, time goes all yeah. Time never get put. Not times never put back on. Right. Dude. So you just hold Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. A holding calls made five yard penalty, but so it's only all defensive holding is only five yard penalty. So then you just do that. Three seconds run off. Do that two or three more times, and you win the game. It's not bad logic, but you know what? I don't. I don't. I. I personally wouldn't want to do that because you never know, dude. It is a where they is holding where balls also going to be placed where the player is. No, or is that passing? Five yard okay, it's a, five, a holding defensive holding is a five yard penalty. So you have to, and even if it's pass interference, dude. Even if it's pass interference, you do it right at the line of scrimmage. What they get one yard? Yeah, but what if Mahomes like throws it to someone else and not like Tyreek and like. Kelsey. Dude, make someone else beat you. Don't let the other team's two best players beat you. You know where he's going to throw the ball to. I agree with that. With Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, you know that. So yeah. why let those two guys beat you? Well, I'm, I'm going to change away from the Chiefs-Bills game because there's something I personally have to do right now. Um, I have to own up to a big mistake I made on the air because you guys can go back on record and check it out. I need to apologize to Matt Stafford because I called him a fraud all year. Uh, not all year, just halfway through the season, I think, when everyone got hyped. And, you know, I, I apologize. I was wrong. He he wasn't a fraud. He actually shut me the fuck up in primetime situations, back-to-back weeks against the Bucks and then the 49ers. So, you know what, Matt Stafford? Props to you. You know, you proved me wrong, and you proved yourself right. I should have bet on you. Like, I, like I shouldn't have doubted you the way I did. But the person I want to rip on the most right now is Aaron Rodgers. He's the biggest fraud I know, actually. How does that man go all year so well and then in a game against the 49ers plays like that in the divisional round? You know, we always talk about how great he is, how he's always top five quarterback in the league, and then you only put 10 points in the playoffs? Yeah, dude, I'm with you. He's kind of a big bitch. Big he, bitch. Like, he complains big and complains bitch. and complains. He has the best wide receiver in the league, and he was dog shit, and he was, like, conservative. He was, like, trying not to lose the game rather than going out there and trying to win the game. That was the problem. He was doing and the- that's that's what happened to Mahomes this weekend, too. Yep. That's exactly what happened to Mahomes this past weekend, is they tried not to lose rather than just trying to win. Um, which is so the difference. Joe, Joe Burrow's going out there, and he's trying to win those games, which is why he's been playing so well. 
Right. And you got to go out there and try to win, not try to lose. Or not try not to lose. Like, you got to go out there and play to win. What, what, and the, That's what your favorite model off, right there. You play to win. You play to win. You play to win. And that's what both teams did. That's what the Packers did, and that's what the Chiefs did. And it bit them in the ass. And this is what pisses me off about most about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Is the fact that, of course, the special teams blew it. But, like, the fact that, that they got the heat and the blame and not the fact that their Hall of Fame quarterback was awful all game long with ten with, scored 10 points against the 49ers. With Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, who's the other running back for them? A.J. Dillon. You have studs all over the field. And he just he was just throwing it to two players. I think I think I saw the stat for that game. He was like, he had like 21 completions, and of the 21, it was like 19 were like to Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. He didn't throw the ball to anyone else. And this is what this is another thing that blows my mind about Aaron Rodgers is the fact that his entire career he's never been able to make a number two wide receiver work. Like has never been able to build a relationship or build trust with a number two wide receiver and make it work. It's like, dude, you have to just make what it's a salary cap league. Like you're not gonna have two number one stud wide receivers. Make it work. Handle yeah, it. I agree. Take what you got, make it work and handle it. Tom Brady did it. He had Julian Edelman his whole career as his number one wide receiver. He made it work. He made Chris Hogan work. Yeah. Like, he made Danny Amendola work for a little bit. And Wes Walker. Right. Like, he made it work. You know what I mean? Even, like, Mahomes. Like, he made, wow. he made like, McCole Harmon, like, has come up big in times for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he makes it work. Or take uh, Joe Burrow, for example. In his second year, he's already established a great relationship with the number two wide receiver in T. Higgins. Okay, you know I, I, mean? I I don't know who's considered the number one wide receiver for Cincy. Like, is it is or it? Chase clearly is number one. Wide well, then would would number two be Boyd or Higgins then? Either one, dude. He's made yeah, it work. I mean, they they have a great wide receiver core. Like they're phenomenal. Yeah, but I'm so so. Are they though, or has the quarterback just made it work? Well, you know, this is a different you take. Phenomenal. I I I'm actually. I'm actually a little, little, like, I like Joe B, but at the same time, it's like, that guy's about to ruin my life for the next 10 plus years. He's about to be like the Tom Brady of my division, I feel like. He's already, I know he's younger than Lamar and all that stuff, but he's already in the Super Bowl, his second year, and looks so poised in the pocket, and just, he, he has that it factor, you know, you know what I mean when I say that, like, he's just, he's just a gamer. Bro, but the most insane thing about it, too, is they have a shit O-line. That's what I'm so saying. So wait, wait until they build an O-line through this year's draft and, like, through free agency and stuff. Because I think another thing that Joe Burrow brings is people are going to want to start to go there and play with him. Well, he's also on the rookie um, contract still. You can afford right. people. So, right. So he's going to help. He's going to – but at the same time, I think he's going to help pull free agents in the future because I think guys are going to want to go play for him. Um, but wait until they build an O-line and he just gets, a, like, a little bit more time to sit back there. And Jamar Chase continues to develop, dude. Like, we haven't even seen the peak of Jamar Chase yet. Know. You know what I mean? He's so good. Like, dude, the Bengals are about to – I like – I actually think Baltimore is sitting back watching this and really questioning how much they pay Lamar Jackson. I don't think that. I... They have to, dude. They have to be. They have to sit back and be like, can Lamar Jackson consistently beat this guy? No. Okay, stop. The, the, the... There's no need to bring up Lamar right now because that that's not the thing. There is because you brought it up that he was going to run the division. So I'm saying, yeah, that's just because I think be Jamar. That's just because I think Jamar Chase and their thing are so they're they're younger and like cheaper and all that stuff. Is it about how much they pay Lamar? No, that's that's not what it's going to be about. I think you don't think you don't think Baltimore sitting back. You don't think Baltimore sitting back watching the Bengals questioning whether they should pay Lamar or not because of Joe Burrow. No, I don't. Because when Lamar was a starting quarterback, we still win all these games. 
And what did they win? What do you mean? Look at his record what, what? as a starter. He's a winner, proven in the league. Like, I, there's, there's no need to even talk about Lamar right now. This is not the anti-Lamar show. This is this is the Franck and Diz show. Let me, let me, let me go on I'm one episode saying, without I'm getting saying, ripped I, off for life Lamar. Talking about Joe Burrow. I'm saying the rest of that division is sitting back, watching. Like, I know the Browns are sitting back saying, we can't win with Baker. We can't win this division. We can't beat Joe Burrow with Baker. I know the Browns are saying that. And I know Pittsburgh's like, oh, shit, we either better go out and get Aaron Rodgers or a guy like Kenny Pickett better be the guy that can be like Burrow. Yeah, but at the same time, like when the Ravens lost this past year, like we weren't ever fully healthy as a team. Like I understand Lamar didn't play great the first time they were there. I didn't even watch that game to be honest because I was working, so I don't, I can't say that. But for the second one, dude, like, or, like that wasn't the Ravens. That was literally we went into that game knowing we were going to lose. It was a practice squad team going out there. But they played better than when the other quarterback was in. That's not true. We got dog shitted on in the second game. Yeah, they got dog shitted on in the first game too. Yeah, I, I saw the score. But you know what? In that first game, it wasn't like the Bengals got the ball and just drove down the field. The first game, it was like Jamar Chase made some big plays. Second game, it was literally like Joe Burrow sat back and threw for 500-something yards. And I'm telling you this right now. When all of us are healthy, the Ravens are going to come back. And I didn't even want to talk about the Ravens right now, but here we are talking about the Ravens and Lamar. <laughs> well, they better figure something out, dude. They better for you to stop that man, Joey B, because he's a bad, bad man. He is a bad man. You. He's a bad man. But... He's, and, and it's kind of wild, honestly, to think about that the Cincinnati Bengals are in the uh, Super Bowl. I saw something, dude. If you were to bet, like, they had the same preseason odds to make the Super Bowl as the Jaguars did. Oh, I wish I could have done that bet. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Like that... The one the one thing I want to ask you now is, do you think he's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh. The only thing that's making me hesitant, I'm going to bet on the Bengals for sure. I'm hammering the Bengals. Well, yeah, yeah. You, that, that's the better I'm bet pick. Throwing, you, I'm throwing a lot on Bengals plus four for sure. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that makes me hesitant about betting the money line is the fact that their O-line stinks and the Rams have a guy named Aaron Donald. And Von Miller. And Jalen yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. I love. I think Jamar Chase can do well. Not even Jalen Ramsey, dude. It's the fact that who's going to block Aaron Donald? Well, no, I know, but I'm saying like most of the time, like – even if, let's say, the Bengals O-line's bad, like against the Chiefs, Jamar Chase, who are the corners on the Chiefs? Jamar Chase can still get a little separation. Now you put Jalen Ramsey on it. I don't like Jalen Ramsey, but he's an athletic freak. Jamar Chase may not get that separation as quickly as he's used to. Yeah, but at the same time, they've proven to be able to win when J- when Jamar Chase isn't a factor. You know what I mean? Because then, like, even last week, Jamar Chase didn't do much. He had one big touchdown catch, and that was like, it, it's not like he tore him up yardage-wise. I guess. T. Higgins, T. Higgins kind of tore him up yardage-wise. Well, then, what do, I, you're right, but I mean. You, and Mixon's not bad. I think this is what they need to do. I think they need to run the ball to the outside, throw a bunch of screens early, like wide receiver screens, running back screens early, and get Jamar Chase the ball in, like, jet sweeps and stuff like that to hopefully slow down and make that pass rush a little bit more hesitant. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, try to spread out the Rams' defense. Don't let them come at you. Try to dictate how they're going to play. I, I just think at the also at the same time, I know that the Bengals' defense did really well against the Chiefs' offense. But in my opinion, the Rams' offense has been looking a lot better than the Chiefs. I mean, you have Cooper Cup, who's been the best receiver in this league. Um, what's interesting fact is another thing I'm going to apologize for Matt Stafford. I'm sorry. I thought it was just Calvin Johnson. Matt Stafford is responsible for the like two of the greatest wide receiving seasons of all time with Calvin Johnson and like. I think it was like 2011 or something, like that, and then Cooper Cup this past year. You know, you have them. Then OBJ's been going off. Also, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And Tyler Higby's not a bad tight end. 
Yeah, but apparently he could be out. He's a hurt. What happened to him? MCL or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, that yeah, sucks. So he's questionable now. Um, but imagine they still. Are, well, I guess they have Robert Woods. They probably wouldn't have OBJ. But yeah, OBJ has been has been balling for sure. Um, I think it's going to be a great game, to be honest with you. And I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty jacked up. We'll get into it next week too, a little bit of a Super Bowl preview. So I don't want to dive into it too much. But uh, okay. so how about uh, Tom Brady retiring? Are you sad? Are you excited? Are you like fuck it, Tom Brady? Fuck that prick or mm-hmm. what? I have a bunch of mixed uh, mixed emotions. I, I like Tom a lot. You know, I hated him. He was on the Patriots because you know why? It was literally Patriot fans made me hate Tom Brady because they were just such douchebags about it. Um, but looking back on I me, mean, he he he's he's literally one of the most fascinating careers I've ever watched. He's been in the NFL basically as long as I can remember. I can't remember the NFL before he was there. Can you? Uh, no, well, no. He was what he got. Got into the league in 2001, two, like the year after the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So no, I can't remember the league without a minute. And it's it's fascinating that he's been in the league for basically 49 percent of his life, and he literally did this. He's the youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, and then the oldest quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl. He's first in every single stat for when it comes to a quarterback stat, whether it's touchdowns, passing yards, all that completion percentage, like all that fun stuff that quarterbacks do. And I'm I'm gonna miss it. I mean, I've grown to actually really like Tom Brady once he was in Tampa. He actually seems like a cool dude and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all knew it was gonna come to an end, whether it was this year or next year, because he's 44. He wanted to play to 45, but you know, Giselle and his family needs him, so that's what he's gonna go do now. He's gonna go be a dad. Right. I gotta ask, what's your uh, favorite and least favorite Tom Brady memory? My f- like where he just like crushed your heart, and then like another time where you were like kind of rooting for him uh my favorite tom brady memory is probably when he came back 28 to 3 against the falcons i thought that was one of the coolest things even though it wasn't just him it was a whole team effort obviously but i thought that was just really really cool to see the patriots come back and win not only did that save me from morning conditioning because i chose the patriots to beat the falcons with coach moan's super bowl picks but at the same time like it, it was we thought the game was over and then third quarter i'm like it's not over tom brady has the ball let's go and it happened lee's favorite uh, probably there's two. Either the 2014 playoffs when the Ravens were up 14 twice and they lost to the Patriots, but that was more so Bill Belichick having like issues, uh, scheming and bending the rules with a formation that got banned immediately following the game. Or in 2011, the year before the Ravens won the Super Bowl AFC Championship game, I drive up there with my dad and his buddies to go watch. You the, went to the game? Yeah, to watch Billy Pundis. Yeah, to watch the game. What? Yeah, the Cundiff game. Really funded, right? Yeah, and I remember Tom Brady like scored a QB sneak, and as he did that, like Ray Lewis smashed his spine, and I thought Tom Brady was gonna be done, but Tom Brady got up and just screamed at the crowd because he's a competitor. He probably loved that, but I'll never forget because a the Ravens lost, b I was a freshman in high school and I got called a lot of mean names by all these drunk Patriot fans, and my dad's friend was a little overweight and he got called Piggy and Oink 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 Dad, and we had snowballs thrown at us as we were leaving the stadium. You know, it wasn't the most exciting experience once we lost but it was it was cool to watch watch that in person they see like an AFC championship game yeah dude and I'll argue you should be giving Tom Brady credit for that because that brought in the greatest kicker of all time due to that oh I, I'm very happy that yeah, that the Ravens most valuable player without that kick who knows Justin Tucker might have been wearing uh the green for all we know for Philly yeah true that true that you don't know where I gotta go. say probably my favorite Tom Brady moment 
came in uh, 2018 when he, he wouldn't shake Nick Foles' hand at the end of the game. That's your um, favorite? Because <laughs> he got his ass beat because I just know he, he dropped back and everyone was like, here goes Tom Brady, Mr. Clutch again, drops back in the pocket. His team's down by five. He gets the ball to his own like 30-yard line. Um, three plays into the game when he drive, he drops back. Brandon Graham strip sack there. Cornette picks it up. Um, and just like that, the rest is history. So that's got to be one of my favorite um, Tom Brady moments. 23, obviously, is hype. Um, that was a pretty electric Super Bowl to see. Um, and he was pretty. He was a part of some pretty electric games, um, whether it's Seahawks Super Bowl, um, the, when they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship in 2018, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Um, His duels with Peyton Manning, dude, throughout their career when he was on the Colts and Broncos, those were always fun to watch. Um, yeah, and like he's a guy like I don't like. I don't like Tom Brady, but I respect the hell out of him. Um, I mean, seventh round pick like that or whatever, and for him to come in and kind of have the career he has, he kind of he kind of took the I'm not proving anywhere wrong. I'm just proving myself right. Hell yeah! And he kind of took that with a grain of salt, and it was kind of awesome to see. But I will say this about Tom Brady. All right, here's a little bit of a hot take, maybe, but that man has caught more breaks than any athlete in the history of sports. Well, he's in the perfect situation for his career to be so successful. Dude, but he's caught more more breaks in the history of anyone in pro sports. All right, so for example, one Super Bowl, his team's about to lose, and the other team just doesn't call a run play and causes a pass play and throws a pick at the one-yard line to cause his team to win. Another Super Bowl, he wins the game 10-7 because his defense was dominant against the Rams. And then they won 13-7 or 10-7 or whatever. Yeah. So his defense was dominant. So that's the huge break. The other one, like, granted, the 28-3 comeback was, like, miraculous. But at the same time, like, the Falcons kind of folded and collapsed. Yeah. Like, like it, it was, it was like, Tom Brady was miraculous. But at the same time, like, the Falcons opened the door for him to be miraculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, then you can look at the Super Bowls when he lost to, like, Eli Manning. The first time, like, he balls out and then they let... He didn't ball out, though, dude. He didn't ball out. He would lose those Super Bowls, like, 17-13. You're telling me the first Giants-Patriots game was 17-13 final? Like, around there? David Tyree called the ball. Yeah, yeah, that one. I was going to pull up the score right now, dude. Yeah, pull up the score. Fat fat check that. 17-14, dude. Really? Damn. I thought it was a more high-scoring game. I guess guess the NFL was a little more low-scoring back then. Dude, but at the same time, like the guy's caught more, but he cheated twice. Like people forget about that. He did cheat twice. What was the second one? He had Deflategate and he had Spygate. It wasn't Spygate more Bill Belichick? You tell me Tom Brady didn't know about it? Well, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying if you if if you want to point fingers, I'm pointing fingers at Bill. Why is that no one ever ridiculed him for that? I mean, people do, but at the same time, Tom Brady was part of that. And then a part, another part of his career, all right, he's in the prime of his career, and all of a sudden Randy Moss is like, I'm going to come play for New England. One of the greatest quarter, greatest wide receivers of all time. Yeah, but that was after um, he was like a bum. Again, I, loved, I, I don't like Tom Brady, but I respect the hell out of him. But people got to acknowledge the guy did catch some massive, massive breaks in his career. But you have to realize he didn't even win the Super Bowl as Randy Moss. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they No, they, went, they lost to the Giants. Oh, and then here's another break Tom Brady caught in his career. He went to go play the Eagles in the Super Bowl in 2004, and Donovan McNabb was on the final drive throwing up on the center. And T.O. had like a broken leg or something like that. And Terrell Owens had to play the game with a broken leg. Yeah, I remember that too. I mean, the the Panthers or Rams also blew it against them also, like for his first and second Super Bowl. 
but yeah, you do. Yeah, Rams. Yeah, like again, dude. Like I re- and then he almost called a massive break again in the divisional round when the um um when the Rams almost blew the game when they were up twenty seven three or whatever on them they blew the game hard. Tom Brady throws a pick or something. The very next play, the Rams like snap the ball over Stafford's head, give it right back to him, and then like again the uh the Bucks like had a fumble or something, or and then Cooper Cup had a fumble. Right on oh, like yeah. the 25, right when they got the ball back again. So it was like, dude, the Rams were like, and everyone's like, here comes Tom Brady again. And I'm like, dude, the guy was kind of not great all game long. Can't make it. like fumble the Rams twice. did their best to try to lose the game. That's what happened. The Rams just did their best to try to lose. Um, but it's been an exciting playoffs, that's for sure. And I'm, I'm excited to continue. But um, RIP Tom Brady. He Again, I don't like him. I respect him. He's caught more breaks than any athlete in the history of sports. Well, not any. No, no. Don't time. don't say that. Don't say any athlete. Yes. Who, who's caught more breaks in sports? I would have to breaks. sit back and think about it and let you know. All if the you time. have to think about it, that means your answer is wrong. No, it's not. There's it so is. many. To, there's so many sports out there. Of, if you have to think about it, that means your answer is wrong. No, dude. I'm trying to think. Dude, come on now. I can bring up soccer, like honestly, and all that stuff. Um, like you can bring Who, up basketball. Who's called, who's called more breaks than Tom Brady? All right, you're putting me on. You're putting me on the spot. Wrong, wrong. I I don't have stats in front of me. I don't have anything like that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. If you have to think, yeah. If you have to think, then you're wrong. <laughs> That's not true. If you have to, it think, is. No, if you have to think, you have to make sure you're you're doing the right stuff and correcting yourself. You know. Nope, that means that means usually means you're wrong. That means you're making the wrong decision. I don't know if I agree with that logic about if you're thinking you're making the wrong decision, but you know what? Think about it, dude. So when you're driving, how much are you thinking? Thinking quite a bit. Like, hey, can I merge here? Hey, like, is someone coming to hit Are you, though, or is it just coming natural? I mean, I look over, and I'm like, all right, you're I can merge. You're a quick glance and being like, oh, I can I can change lanes. Yeah, but you, like, you think. You have to no, look. You, you just look. You don't think. You just kind of give it a glance. Yeah, you give it a glance, and then your brain's thinking, can I go? And then it's like, yes, and then you go. I don't know, like if someone were to break into your house right now with a gun, would you like, what would you do? Would you sit there and be like, hmm, can I kill this guy? Or would you get up and kill him? I think I'd hide in my closet if he had a gun. I don't really have weapons. Oh, so you're one of those. I'm, what, what, I've never shot a gun, dude. I mean, the best I could do is grab a butcher knife, but by the time I grab that, pull it out, I come at him, I got five bullets in my chest. Yeah, I'm going at him with my bare fucking hands. No, you're, you're stripping down naked and running at him. Obviously, that's a no-brainer. That's a non-negotiable. That's an absolute non-negotiable. And I you might know, get a boner real quick too. You might, you, you might be right. He, he's got a lot of breaks, but like, if if I could sit down and actually like think about it, you know, I can I, I'll, exactly. I'll, that's my point. You're wrong. All right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, it's been a crazy playoffs for sure. Excited for the Super Bowl. And then talk next week and now I'll preview in that front. You got anything else you wanted to talk about here? Uh yeah, I just want to shout out my uh West Ham United Hammers. They kind of broke my heart. And uh I'm not sure if you know much about footy, the real football over in Europe. There's a January transfer window where clubs allow to do like business for like signing free agents or signing players from other teams so they can bolster the squad for the second half of the season. And West Ham's in prime position to do really, really well. They're in, I think, fifth or sixth right now. They have a chance for European football. They're in Europa, so they're already going to spread out with a bunch of fixtures. And they literally signed no one. And we have injuries. We had money. And you know what the owners did? They literally said, you know what? We're cheap and don't want to spend money. We're going to ask another club who's competing to do stuff, can we have your best player? And they're like, no, you can't have our best player. Why are you asking for that? 
So instead of going for people who can actually help the team and all that stuff, West Ham kind of shit the transfer window, and that's all I got right now. Um, other than that, Miami Hurricanes still not being ranked. Kind of disrespectful in men's basketball. But you know what? I love it. Underdog mindset. Still number one in the ACC, baby. All right, dude. Um, Carolina can hopefully uh, start pulling their weight a little bit here. Hey, they're not as uh, bad as like Syracuse and like Georgia Tech, though. Yeah, it's true, dude. Um, but they're like on the bubble right now of the NCAA tournament. They need to get a big win here soon. Um, but we should see. But anyway, whoa, I'm going to keep whoa, you updated. Actually, before, before you go, I have one question to ask you. Who, who do you think is the favorite for college basketball right now to like win it all? Ooh, I, I like Auburn a lot. Like I Auburn? like what Auburn does. I think they have a great freshman and they have another great uh, guy on the post, too, that's a UNC transfer. Okay. Um, I kind of like guards, I, it seems like. Auburn's good. Baylor seems pretty good. But I. Did they lose last night? Did Baylor lose to West Virginia last night? I know they were losing at halftime. Um, Duke's solid, but I don't know if they can no, win it Duke, all. I Duke, think, in my opinion, I can't win Kentucky it. I think Kentucky is being slept on a Kentucky, little bit. That's though. what I was going to say. Baylor came back in 181-77. Uh, yeah, uh, so I think I think this is what's great about college basketball right now, though, and it's been, it was this way last year, too, I thought, is like, it's kind of wide open, you know what I mean? There's not that wide, wide open. I think, I think there's like, only, like, I think realistically there's only, like, nine teams that could win it though in my opinion dude but that's a lot of teams no no, no i know two years there's like it's clearly going to be these three teams like last year is clearly gonzaga and baylor yeah dude but i'd even say like there were some other good teams last year like that people were like hopeful about yeah hopeful but like realistically like when it was gonzaga baylor in the finals like oh, i wasn't surprised you know i mean i don't think i picked them in the finals well i was biased i think i chose either kansas or kentucky I'm always biased towards one of the, either them or Miami. Yeah, but it's like like this year, dude. For example, like Auburn can win it all. Yeah, um, you got Gonzaga looks pretty legit. Yep. Duke looks legit at times. Kentucky, I think, is being slept on a little bit. Yep. Arizona. Did you, did you see that game good. they had against Kansas? Also, Kentucky looked so good. Yeah, exactly. So good. I watched them play against Carolina a couple of weeks ago, and they blew them out, and they looked pretty legit. Um, but also UCLA is good. Yep. Arizona is um, not bad. They returned everyone from last year, so US UCLA is pretty solid, and then you got Michigan State's pretty good. Yeah, um, you got Kansas, Baylor. The thing, the thing, I I do like Kansas, but the thing about Kansas, in my opinion, I know they beat Iowa State tonight, but I'm not really impressed with Iowa State. My older brother's a Kansas fan. He's like, but Iowa State's ranked. I'm like, look, but Iowa State's the team that won't win the the national championship. Kansas, in my opinion, is only really good because of one player, and that's number 30. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's a dog. Number 30 on Kansas is a dog. Everyone else around Kansas is average. And when I watched the Kentucky game against Kansas, 30 was the only one who could get buckets, and when it went to anyone else, they shit the bed, and the Kentucky would get the ball, and that's how they blew them out because no one else can score in crunch time. So I'm going to say Kansas is good, but if they face a long athletic team like Kentucky, like Auburn, like UCLA, like Gonzaga, it's going to be a long game for them. Yeah, and again, it comes down to how well can you rebound, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. I agree. you got to rebound the basketball. So but. we'll see how it all pans out. But anyway, Frankie, I'll see you next week, my buddy. It's been real. Um, and go Birds. Hey, damn straight. See you, boss. Rack, 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 r